0: Nowadays, there's stuff, and there's stuff you don't need to know. A podcast that talks about geek and nerd culture and brings you the things that you want to hear about. What's up? Know-it-alls. You got stuff you don't need to know. I'm Jay, let's get down to it. Avengers. Assemble, Yes, that's right. Like I said uh, a few weeks ago, this is really prime video game time. Uh, this time from the end of summer, pretty much up until the holiday season is when a lot of the big releases come out. I've already done a couple of reviews. This past weekend, uh, a couple of games came out Two, well, for me, two big ones, NBA 2K21 and Marvel's Avengers. And I was kind of torn which one to review first, uh, which one to really kind of, a deep dive into and play first because I really want to get a good amount of playtime in before I come back and really talk to you guys about it. And I think I made the right choice here in starting off with Marvel's Avengers, Uh, the NBA 2K franchise. I mean, it's been around for a while. You kind of know what you're getting with that. And, you know, Marvel's Avengers here is definitely a newer game on the scene. So I'm pretty excited to jump right in and talk about it. So, I'm really going to try to keep um, storyline spoilers really, really at a minimum. Um, Pretty much in terms of storyline, I'm really just going to talk about if you played the demo or the beta, like the stuff you would have seen there, and I'm not really going to go beyond that. I'm also going to say that I'm about, I would say I'm about three hours in in terms of gameplay, three to four hours in. And you know, I haven't completed the solo mission, so you know, I'm really just gonna talk about my experience up until you know the point of where I am in the game. That being said, let's just jump right in and start discussing the good, the bad, and the ugly of Marvel's Avengers. So this game was co-developed by Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix. Of course, it's based on the Marvel Comics superhero team, the Avengers, and it's uh, also been inspired by the MCU's sort of version of the Avengers. I mean none of the voice actors are any of the actors from the movie obviously but their characterization i would say and the way they're portrayed in the game is closer to what we see on screen in the mcu um so let's start with the good the bad and the ugly well, let's start with the good overall i think the graphics in this game are phenomenal the graphics and the sound uh, to me are top notch there are some glitches and you know when i get to the ugly portion of my review here. I'll, I'll talk about that, but overall, especially with the cutscenes and the cinematic scenes, I mean, this is top notch stuff. And again, I'm playing on the Xbox One, I'm not playing on the Series X, I'm not playing on the PS5, and I can only imagine what this game is gonna look like when the next gen systems come out, because it is gorgeous. From the opening cinematics and cutscenes, um, really right up until you get into the gameplay, this is a beautiful game. The storyline. I really love the storyline in this game. Um, so basically, the storyline is it starts off with a day. A day is a celebration for the Avengers, um, where they're kind of celebrating a few things. They're celebrating the opening of their West Coast branch. Um, they don't call themselves the West Coast Avengers or talk about that team, you know, forming up the West Coast Avengers. But like I said, it's um, it's a celebration of them sort of opening up you know, the the West Coast branch of the Avengers um, getting their own helicarrier called the Chimera, which is different from other S.H.I.E.L.D. Helicarriers as it's um, powered by a recently discovered Terrigen Crystal. Now, Terrigen doesn't show up in the MCU, but if you read the comics at all, you, you know really what the Terrigen Crystal and Terrigen Gas and all that, what that is, and it really plays a big factor here. So like I said, The opening storyline is A-Day, which is a big celebration, and you start off the game, and for most of the game, you play as Kamala Khan, who goes on to become Miss Marvel. Um, She is actually the focus of this game, which I think is, you know, from the storyline portion of this game, I think it's a really, really interesting choice, and I think it's a really, really good choice. You know, as much fun as it is, is to play as your favorite Avengers. Playing as Kamala Khan and kind of seeing her journey... I think it's excellent storytelling, and it's it's a lot of fun. See, basically, you start off, like I said, um, participating in this A-Day. Kamala Khan was selected as a super fan, um, along with a bunch of other ones. Uh, she submitted a story um, to the Avengers, basically. I think her story is the Avengers versus the sewer monsters. They don't state it, but I believe in when when the game opens, I think Kamala is probably about 12 or 13 years old. And if you know anything about the character of Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel... She is a super fan, uh, a super fan of superheroes in general. Of course, her favorite is Captain Marvel, but um, she just is thrilled to be there. So uh, you arrive on a Quinjet with your father, you go inside and you sort of get introduced to the gameplay here where you're told that um, if you collect five special edition comic books, you get access to the VIP area and you know, you pretty much have to do this. And what's great about it is you kind of get used to controls, moving around, you play some mini games, which are a lot of fun. Like you use Black Widow's Gauntlets. Um, You try to lift Mjolnir, which is a lot of fun. Uh, And you run into some of the Avengers. You run into Thor. And it's, it's, that's a pretty good scene. You do meet Black Widow, you see Bruce Banner, and you have a phenomenal meeting with Captain America. For those that haven't played the game, I really don't want to spoil it because it was actually a pretty good part in the story. And of course, you get all five comics, you get access, and that's when disaster pretty much strikes. Taskmaster um, does a terrorist attack on the Golden Gate Bridge. The Avengers go over there to sort of stop the attack. And this is where, You get to play as each Avenger, Uh, you know, you get to play as Cap and Black Widow, uh, Hulk, Thor, and Iron Man. In terms of gameplay, I'm going to kind of save, you know, we're talking about the good here. So the fact that I'm not talking about gameplay in the good section, okay doesn't bode too well. But like I said, I think the story is really, really great, especially this introduction where you get to learn how to play as the Avengers. You get to learn the fighting system and I'm kind of torn on the fighting system. So I think this is going to kind of lead into like my bad and ugly section of the review. Overall, I think the gameplay is good, but it could be better. It needs to be tweaked, and I'm hoping it's something that can be addressed with a patch. I think the basic fighting system, like the hand-to-hand fighting and the dodging and things like that, it's your pretty standard third-person button-matching fun. Um, Nothing really too complicated there. The problem I had was with the range attacks, especially with Black Widow when you use her guns and um, and with Tony Stark when you use the repulsor race. I found I was having a really hard time, especially as Tony Stark, when I'm trying to hover and fly around and use the repulsors because... You know, and again, you know, if you've listened to me do video game reviews, I'm not the greatest game player out there at all. But I didn't feel that I was having a hard time because of that. I just felt that the controls weren't really responding the way I wanted. It's pretty much you use one trigger to aim, you use your right stick to sort, like, well, one trigger to bring up uh, the aiming reticle, you use the right stick to kind of position that reticle, and then the other trigger to fire. And. It wasn't so much that I personally was struggling with it. I felt I was doing a pretty decent job of it, and the thing is, is I should have known I was going to have trouble, because going back to that A-Day celebration, when Kamala is going around trying to get the um, special edition comics so she can get to the VIP area, the first game that I played was the Black Widow game, where you put her stinger gauntlets on and you try to shoot the enemies, and it just wasn't responding. I was hitting the aim. I was bringing up the reticle. And then when I started using the right stick to move it, it just, it just wasn't responding. It was, you know, and I, and I went into the options. I tried to see if there was some way that I could adjust the controller for it to respond better. It just wasn't really responding when the action starts and you're trying to thwart, like I said, you're trying to thwart Taskmaster's terrorist attack. Uh, When I was playing as Iron Man, I was playing as Black Widow. Aiming, was really really difficult, especially like I said with Tony Stark, it, it just wasn't responding. And especially playing as Tony Stark, hovering and flying around, it seemed that when that was added in, it really kind of mucked up the whole range attack system. Now with Thor, the range attack system was better because your range attack is throwing is throwing Mjolnir. So you don't have to be as accurate. You just get it close enough to your target and and you know Thor's hammer will do the rest. One cool feature though about that is after you throw a Mjolnir, you actually have to use one of the triggers to get it to come back. And I would constantly forget that. And I would throw a Mjolnir, get a great attack with it. And then I'm doing hand-to-hand. And I'm like, why am I not hitting them with the hammer? Oh yeah, I got to recall the hammer. So, I mean, I think the gameplay is good, but it could be better. But in terms of sort of the bad with the gameplay, initially one hour in and uh, a friend of mine, uh, Alan, over at the Nerd and Me podcast had asked me, you know, because he knew I had the game, he knew I was playing it. And he was like, what do you think? And after an hour playing, I was like, oh, my God, this is an awesome game. After about two or three hours of playing, I would kind of edit that and saying it's a good game. The gameplay you know, the gameplay, the fighting in it is not too hard to master. You know, it's a little tricky and more experienced and better players than me will probably pick it up a lot quicker than I did, but the fact that I was able to pick it up pretty quick. We'll tell you that it's not too hard to master. But one of the things I will say, though, is after a while it does get really repetitive. And this is this is where I'm going to kind of go off. Not so much on a tangent, but this is where I'm going to kind of go off on a little rant here. And really, what it looks like with a lot of these third-person games, um, button masher sort of action games. This sort of looks like this is where we're going, where with the Avengers, you know, you get a solo mission. Uh, There's a multiplayer online game where you could do portions of the mission um, where you team up. And play with other people around the globe. Uh, you can form a team of all hulks. You know, you can form a team of you know pretty much whatever you want to get certain missions done. And the reason that you're doing this, and you know, this happens in game as well, is you're grinding. You're grinding for you know comic book editions and pages and cards and things like that that you can then trade in to upgrade your abilities and gear and the thing is is look i get it this is kind of where video games is going now um you know we really see it in and just a in a lot of these games is you're going to do a lot of grinding kind of fighting repetitive enemies and you know you're going to earn VC, you're going to earn crystals, you're going to earn, you know, whatever it is in game in order to level up your gear and unlock new costumes and things like that. Now, here's the thing. A while back, I did a review on uh, Jedi Fallen Order, where as Cal Kestis, you're kind of doing the same thing. You know, people could say, well, you know, on every level, you're kind of plowing through the same type of he- uh, Sorry, you're you're plowing through the same type of villains over and over again, you know. Granted, um, as the game gets harder, the stormtroopers get harder themselves. You know, they go from basic stormtroopers to like heavy gunners and guys with rocket launchers. And, you know, then you kind of get almost like stealth ones and their security droids and things like that. Yes, the challenges do get harder, but once you kind of figure it out, it does get repetitive I mean, yes and no, and I think the big difference here between Jedi Fallen Order and Marvel's Avengers is the fact that every planet that I went to in Fallen Order, yeah, I kind of grinded my way through pretty similar enemies, but at the end, I always had an incredible boss battle. Uh, you know, of course, they start off easier and then towards the end, you know, when you're facing the second sister for the third and final time, I mean, they're they get incredibly challenging. here, you know, in the opening a day, game or a day portion of the game where you play as all the Avengers, you get a really great boss fight where you're Black Widow and you take on Taskmaster. And for me, it kind of was like, oh, wow, you know, this is what this game is going to be like at the end of these levels. I'm going to have some incredible boss battles. And the thing is, is the MCU has a really large rogues gallery. The Avengers have a large rogues gallery. And I'm just not seeing it here. Like, you know, and, and granted, I'm only about three, three and a half hours in. But by now, I should have had more epic ba- boss battles than I've had, and I feel like I'm doing a lot of grinding. And yes, you know, the the AIM uh, soldiers and robots that I'm going up against get a little bit more challenging as it goes on, but I, I don't feel kind of like that same satisfaction as like a Jedi Fallen Order. The other thing is too is I'm doing a lot of grinding. I'm earning, uh, you know, the, the the points and and finding the comic book pages and the collectibles and things that I need to level up my gear. One glitch that I did have, and again, this is something I hope they fix with a patch, is early on when I had to do, you know, the game is kind of telling me like, you know, it's it's doing a little bit of a tutorial. and It's like, hey, you're ready to upgrade your gear. And I went to the menu, I got stuck. <laughs> um, it just wasn't responding. It was, it's almost like it froze. I actually had to, you know, turn the game off, turn it back on and go to my last save point and get back up there. And, and it did work that time, but uh, I got a little nervous. So kind of hoping that that was like a one-time thing and hopefully with an update or a patch that can be fixed. But I felt like I worked pretty hard and I'm not getting a big reward in the end. And like I said, I know that this is a formula that a lot of video games are using, but I feel that other video games are doing it a lot better. Jedi Fallen Order, the only thing I had to pay for was the game. Everything else from my skill points to different uniforms to different lightsaber blades and hilts and, and whatnot, uh, to skins for BD1, who is your droid, to skins for the Mantis, which is the ship that you use, all that stuff you find in-game. Yes, I ordered the deluxe edition. Yes, I did get some additional skins, and uh, I got a special, I got the orange lightsaber blade, which you could only get if you pre-ordered. But other than that, I paid for the game and that's it. Here with Marvel's Avengers, and actually it's kind of a funny story, I did order the deluxe edition, which would have given me additional you know, uniforms that you can only really unlock um, by buying special editions and whatnot. And when I went to GameStop, they were like, oh yeah, you know, we didn't get enough in, so we don't have it. And I was like, you know what, it's fine, I'll just get the regular edition because I really want to start playing this game. And I'm kind of glad that that happened because I kind of felt, I kind of felt like, yeah, I really would have been ripped off spending the extra. I think it would have been about $20 just to get a couple more costumes that, I mean, it doesn't really, for me, it doesn't really add that much to it. I like the model of Fallen Order where I have to discover them. I have to play not so much mini games, but I have to figure out different levels. I have to look for hidden rooms and things like that to discover certain uh, outfits or certain lightsaber hilts and things like that to, to customize Calcastus. Where here, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding, and I'm earning, you know, my points and my crystals and my comic book pages and this and that, and the the payoff is not worth all that effort that I put in. So I could do a lot of multiplayer missions and I could just grind and grind and grind and grind and grind and grind, but it gets really repetitive and it gets really, really boring. Make them things that I have to find in game. You know, make some of the costumes like I have to explore the area a little bit more. I have to figure things out to try to find a hidden chest or something like that. Because the other way of doing it is if I want to get certain gear, I just have to pay for it, like actually pay for it. And you know what? I'm getting a little tired of that. NBA, the NBA 2K franchise, and again, in a couple of days, I'm going to be talking about NBA 2K21. Used to be a blatant abuser of that that it has gotten better over the years but again i think if you want to look at a third person fighting adventure type of game where you don't have to put out too much money and of course video game companies want money so i don't know if they'll like this model but you know look at jedi fallen order i think they did it right But I don't think a lot of video game companies are going to follow that because it's just going to mean less money for them. Some of the other sort of down points, bad points, ugly points of this game is while up front, I did talk about the graphics being really, really good. In the opening cinematics and cutscenes. when you interact with Captain America, it's a little freaky because, and I don't know if they did motion capture. I don't know how they animated it, but his face looks really, really weird, especially when he talks to you. It's like, it's just freaky looking and it's quick. It's not too bad, but I did notice it. And you know, it's a little, it's a little, you know, But overall, look, I think the story is very good. The graphics are really, really good. The gameplay, while fun, can get boring and repetitive after a while. And listen, there's people out there that probably love these kind of things where you're doing, because once you beat the main storyline, the only other thing to do until they come out with DLC with other missions and things like that is, is to do the multiplayer and do like different online challenges that they're going to put out there every week to earn more points and more gear and things like that, that doesn't appeal to me. I like playing a really, really good story, and I do like a little bit more of replay value, and I feel with this game, while I'm enjoying the story, I can put up with the the kind of repetitive gameplay because I want to see how this story ends and wraps up. I would like more boss battles here. I mean, come on, Marvel. You guys got tons of villains. You could throw more into this franchise here. And I shouldn't have to wait for DLC for that stuff to come. It, it should A lot of it should be right here in the main story. And then some more secondary heroes and villains can come along in like DLC missions. That I would be okay getting. Don't give me almost like a great story. But with bare bones villains and kind of tell me, hey, when DLC comes out that you can purchase or purchase a game pass, we'll give you more and better stuff. I mean, come on, that that just kind of sucks. So overall, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would say I give this game a solid 7. I mean, I think a lot of the good outweighs the bad, but some of the bad stuff does kind of bring my rating down a bit. And um, I would definitely say, look, if you're a fan of the Avengers and Marvel head on out and get it. If you love these third-person, button-mashing, fighting-type games, definitely go out and get it. Um, And again, if you just love to do multiplayer online missions and just grind away and try to earn different, you know, cool-looking outfits and gear, you will definitely enjoy this game. And like I said, overall... I think you should definitely run on out and check it out. So before I wrap things up, I just want to give a shout out to a couple of people out there. Uh, If you love video games and video game news and reviews, do me a favor. Check out Screen Peekers. Uh, They have a YouTube channel. They're also on Instagram um, as Screen Peekers. Um, They do almost daily sort of video game news and reviews. I definitely know that they are going to because I... Uh, message the guys i definitely know that they're going to be reviewing uh this game so definitely check it out if you're looking for a really fun podcast check out the nerd and me podcast anywhere you find a podcast they're there uh nerd and me podcast on instagram they recently did an episode about 80s and 90s talk radio guys like howard stern opie and anthony ron and fez um they're my good friends alan and john they're really, really funny. They're a lot of fun. Um, if you love nerd culture, especially nerd culture of the 80s, 80s toys, games, movies, and whatnot, uh, you will definitely enjoy that podcast. And as always, guys, do me a favor. Head on over to Instagram. Stuff You Don't Need to Know is there. I post pictures about the content that I talk about. know it all, Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you guys later. So you remember when you were young and you wanted to say